What's up, nerds? Welcome to another episode of Nintendo Power Block for... What's the date? September 19th, 2017. I'm one of your hosts, Corey Deergan, alongside me as always... That retro code. Edward Varnell. The baby. We must rescue the baby. What? Hello, everybody. What? Wait, what? Metroid of the M. Oh. Sorry. I forgot. Do you know how long it's been since I played other M? <laughs> right, okay. Like, uh, I don't know, six years, maybe? I think so. I don't remember. Dude, I played that game once and I was like, I got it. I got it. Yeah. So. I kind of said that on World War One podcast. Ugh. I was like, uh, the baby. We must rescue the baby. <laughs> oh, man. Ed, how's, how's it going? It's going great, everybody. It's going great, Corey. Just uh, enjoy some good Nintendo games. It, uh, I do have to apologize when we get to what we've been playing because uh, I kind of been playing only really one game, and I need to get back to. I actually need to start Raymond Legends. I haven't started it just yet. Yeah, and I, do I haven't started it either. I'm still working my way through Mario Rabbids, and now that Destiny's out, it's kind of so. Uh, I went to Best Buy Saturday to get a cord for my mixer and I left and got in my car and by the time I got home I yelled out dang it I forgot the micro SD card <laughs> <laughs> so oh. I got <laughs> sorry about the airplane I gotta get one of those I need, really need it for my Switch because I really want to download some games on it I, and I need I need to have it because I really want to buy Iron Set sooner so I can play it on the trip yes Yes. Oh man. Yes. Oh man. I I've been kind of jumping around on games. Like I got really excited because yesterday or la this morning, last night, whatever. Time zones this are morning. weird. This uh, Final Fantasy Nine <laughs> got announced for PS4. Yes. Which is like the best Final Fantasy game in my and, opinion. And yes, and even though this is a Nintendo podcast. Please, everybody, this is for Tokyo Game Show, just to let everybody know. Watch your Sony press conference. It's, it, it's a lot of Japanese, but they got some uh, uh, English stuff to it, too. A lot of the trailers are English. Um, I kind of give, got to give it to Activision for Call of Duty. Uh, not for the trailer, but the uh, character designs look kind of good. I was just like, ooh, this almost looks like a real person. Like, they did a really good job of that's in game. Yeah. But, uh, yeah. Um, Check out the uh, uh, PlayStation Tokyo press conference. It was way better than E3. But go ahead, Corey. I'm sorry. Oh, uh, I don't. I don't even remember what I was saying. Oh yeah, Final Fantasy IX got announced. I'm pretty excited for that. Uh, discount. It is discounted on the U.S. store. Uh, if you have PlayStation Plus, it's sixteen sixty-seven. Uh, if you have PlayStation Plus, so uh, <clears throat> I get paid tomorrow. I might pick it up, but. 1667? Yeah, well, it's 1999. Oh, wow. Yeah, I thought it was going to be 1499, but, uh, you know, I've been playing a lot of Destiny. We talked a little bit before the show. We attempted the raid. I'm sure we'll talk about it on Arsenal X whenever we get around to recording that episode, uh, this week's episode, but, uh, yes. the raid is really cool. Uh, the environments are really different than the rest of the game, but we'll we'll save that talk for Arsenal X. We talked enough about Destiny on last week's <laughs> Foul Block. Uh, although, to link Destiny back to Nintendo, I did find some 
really awesome gauntlets that have shoulder pads that look like uh, Samus's suit. So I'm wearing these big bulbous shoulder pads that are orange. So I got really excited. Uh, I, yes, I I kind of was a little bit upset on Facebook and Twitter about Destiny too. Uh, I, I said some things. Um, I still stick by them, uh, but I I'm going to be positive. I'm going to play Destiny too because I can't wait to raid with you and Jesse. Uh, that's uh, going to be super fun. Oh my gosh, dude! It's dude. Try to figure out the mechanics of a raid is very stressful. <laughs> it's like, man. I mean, now that now that like the team that I raid with is like kind of we're all on the same page for the first two encounters. Like, you know. Here's the thing before we move on. Uh, I'm worried that this raid, like, as fun as it is to figure out, like, the first couple weeks when you're not, like, you don't really understand what to do. But, like, once you get in that groove with your raid team and you can cut the raid down to, like, like I think King's Fall is the longest raid for sure uh, in Destiny 1. And we could do King's Fall in, like, an hour. My worry is, like, once we get these first two trials down and we're high enough light level, like, we're going to be able to beat this raid in, like, 45 minutes, which is, like, Crota-sized raid. And that kind of worries me, except for the fact that the next expansion uh, that comes out in December, the Curse of Osiris, supposedly is going to have another raid attached to it. Like, each major expansion is supposed to have a raid attached to it now. Uh I mean, I I guess like as if you have two raids a week, like you can do, and like they they increase the light level for the previous raids to to level up. Also, like that's okay, but for now, like this first raid is kind of like kind of worries me to where like once we get it down, we'll be able to do it in like an hour. But I mean, if you do it with three characters, I guess if you have all three characters leveled up and you do it, like it's it's okay, I guess. But like. I don't know. Mm -hmm. Just those first two sections, I was thinking last night while we were doing, like, we are a pretty experienced raid team, and if we can, if we're doing this well, like, at our first attempt at this raid, like, what's it going to look like three or four weeks from now when we have all the mechanics down? (laughs) So, uh, but it's okay. I, I like the, I like it. I think, I think the, the Leviathan is a cool place to visit and, and see and, explore but that's enough destiny we'll we'll talk about it on on arsenal x uh yes sorry it, that's just like the game that's in my head right now but i'm also trying to finish mario plus rabbits i'm i'm in world two too i'm i'm advancing ever so slowly uh dude that game is so good it's it's yes it's way better than it has any right to be and like you know i'm probably going to be playing this game until fire Emblem comes out in october <laughs> <laughs> to be honest, like, wish we both pre-ordered. <laughs> oh, I know, dude. Fire Emblem and Xenoblade are like, ah, uh, yeah. Like I, I keep saying I'm excited for Mario Odyssey, but like, I'm way more excited for Fire Emblem it's... and Xenoblade. <laughs> I mean, Mario Odyssey is just a given. Yeah. Like we talked about, like that. That's a given. Like you heard me. I'm buying two copies. Like my mom's getting another copy, and I'm getting a copy. Like uh, that's 120 dollars. Like, bam, there to go, Nintendo. Um. Yeah, I discussed with Xenoblade Two. When Xenoblade Chronicles Two touchdown, it's 
it's literally a done deal for a good while. Like that is my December and maybe January game. Yeah. Like. Yeah, I like that'll probably be my uh, December uh, game for sure, and probably into January and probably February. Like I kind of really want to deep dive into that, and I want to put the time into it like I did Zelda you know like really sit down and like actually get yes. a lot of it this time because like I mean I played like 40 hours of the first one which is no small chunk of change but like I only got like a quarter of the way through the game like <laughs> you know like 40 hours is a long time to play a game and only be a quarter of the way through uh, and then Xenoblade X I got like another quarter of the way through and then I got distracted probably by Destiny I'm sure uh, but you know, I mean, you know what I mean? Like, these games are huge games to play 40, yes. 50 hours and only get, like, so far through. So, like, with Switch being able to, like, just sit on my couch and play it and, like, <clears throat> really deep dive into it and, and have the same experience I would on the TV, like, I'm excited to, to see this game and really just, ugh, just get through it like i i want the characters seem interesting the environments are are super beautiful like i just i just want to walk through it and just be like ah oh, this is awesome yeah i i kind of get the, uh, the understanding of the portability of taking it off and having like netflix or hulu play i was just doing that for uh um uh, mario and rabbits um i think it's like one six i think uh where there's like two rabbit pipes on the side and it's like you gotta go left or right to them so I was trying to use the pipes to uh, dash through the uh, dash through the rabbits go to the other side uh, get behind a brick and then shoot them like I was doing like multiple attacks and I was able to beat it in uh, uh, I think I beat it in three fourths or four fourths uh, so I kind of got like a perfect on that but I was playing it like off the dock and I'm just like okay now I get why Corey plays this off the dock yeah like I, I understand it um for me though uh most of my time has been like just for you you went with Destiny most of my time has been with Metroid Samus Returns that game is amazing like Mercury's theme really put some work into this game like it's it is it, it has some kind of it has a difficulty uh, to it but it is addictive like you'll play for hours just trying to explore and find stuff and figure out what to do but it is really fun i haven't tried the amiibos yet mine is still in the package um uh, but yeah, I've been enjoying that, and I keep I keep eyeing uh, Ever Oasis at work, and I really need to buy that in Hey Pikmin. But Metroid: Samus Returns is I think that might be the 3DS game of the year. Nice. It's that, it's like it's that high above. Like it's getting not it's it's getting really good ratings. Uh, yeah, Game and, Informer gave it a 9.75. I was like, whoa, that's that's super high praise and like and I know it's hovering around like eights and nines but like when I saw that because I was just like wow this game is like and like I have it I I have it mm -hmm. I'm just you know I'm, I'm I'm trying to finish some other games before I really dive into that I might exactly. get, get into that like 
you know, once once you know this this destiny like initial week or two, three weeks, like really grinding my characters up to light level to raid every week, like <clears throat> you know that 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 checklist is gonna get shorter and shorter every week for that game. Like I can do it probably like one or two days. The checklist of like, okay, here's your checklist for the powerful engrams. Here's your raid stuff. Like, like end of end of September, early October, like. I'll probably really dive into Samus Returns and, and really get into it. Like, I'm excited to play it. I'm, I mean, I'm not as big as a, of a Metroid fan as, like, <clears throat> you know, you or Larry, but I love Metroid. I think, I think the original Metroid is, like, one of my favorite games ever, you know? Like, I, I, I love it. And, like, Metroid Prime is, is my jam. I love Metroid Prime. But, like, you know, it's it's I I've got so many other games to finish before I dive into that, and I like when I play Metroid, I really want to dive into it. I really want to like sit and play it and and not be distracted by thirty five other games. You know, so uh, I'm trying to wait till <laughs> you know. It, I I just I just want to really sit and dive into it and explore the world without any distractions. Yeah, because uh, yeah, because I. I need to like you need to play Service Returns and I need to play Destiny too. <laughs> <laughs> well, uh, well, when you like, I mean, next week, next week is like yes. For people who are just listening, like Ed, Ed lives in in North Chicago and I live in Akron, Ohio, and I'm like Ed's coming to coming to visit and we're gonna do some really cool live or not like live stuff, but like we're gonna be in the same room actually doing stuff and. Like I'm really excited for that, but like that's when we're gonna sit down and actually like grind through the at least the story of Destiny Two, and like we're gonna probably gonna stream it, and we're gonna like talk about the game, and like it. I'm so excited, dude! I'm so excited for you to be here. And, like <laughs> we're gonna do some let's pod and play stuff, and and oh, we we've been tossing around a bunch of new ideas to kind of like relaunch the Pow Block brand under NGR because like you know the some of the stuff that we've been doing for NGR like the that podcast is still gonna exist but we're like kind of you know Matt needs a little bit of a break and and you know we we just we're, we're gonna do like maybe shorter episodes and no no 20 questions till Matt comes back and stuff but like Ed and I are really gonna focus on the pow block brand under NGR and like Moose and Jason are gonna really focus on Nerds Gone Platinum and then you know, Ed and I have Arsenal X to, to uh, not figure out, but, like, really kind of figure out the direction we want to do with that type of stuff, like, the Xbox side of, of NGR. So, like, that, that dude, next week when you're here, we're going to do so much. I'm so, uh, I'm so yes. excited. Like, <laughs> oh, the, the things that we're going to do while you're here is just, I'm so excited. I, I literally was just like nine more days. Like I'm literally at work, just like <laughs> it's so funny. This lady was just like uh, speaking to her unemployed. She screamed out, "I'll see you in two weeks!" And I looked. I'm just like, "Girl, I'll be in Ohio next week. I don't know what she what she doing in the next two weeks." <laughs> but I will. I'm like, uh, I will be out of Illinois. Uh, so, yeah. And my my wife's excited too. Like she was like. I'm excited for Ed to be here. I'm like, yeah, me too. <laughs> it was like, oh, I'm excited, dude. It's it's gonna be fun. Like when we're done recording here, this game room is moving to 
accommodate the things that we're going to be doing, and it's going to be it's going to be fun. Uh, yeah, I, I know tomorrow I have to do laundry. I like I have to pre-pack. I have to pre-pack. I have to get uh, my train outfit together. Uh, I, I I know I'm taking bringing Subway on the train with a drink because I'm just like when I get hungry I could just eat half a sandwich and then save it. Then when I get hungry again, eat the other half. Yeah. And, you know, <clears throat> oh man, I'm, ah, I'm so excited. Anyways, uh, but yes. but back to like Power Block, we've got we've got some cool things we want to try out at least and and see how the reception is on the YouTube page and yeah, it's gonna be fun. We've been kind of brain, brainstorming in our Facebook chat and and you know, uh, it's gonna be cool. It's gonna be cool. So uh, yes, but. but uh, Kind of the what I've been playing. This is going to be kind of the same the next few weeks. <laughs> so, I, I I'm trying not, I'm trying really hard not to talk about Destiny because like, you know, it's a game I really enjoy despite its flaws. Like I enjoy the gameplay loop and stuff. And at the same time, I'm trying to get all the Nintendo stuff in I can because like, it's like, Destiny, Nintendo. <laughs> it's like, <laughs> you know, it's it's not like Nintendo, PlayStation, Xbox. It's Nintendo. That's, Destiny. <laughs> look, that's pretty much me, like Nintendo, everything else. Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. Like, uh, and now, now Final Fantasy Nine and Samus Returns are like. Oh goodness, uh, Final Fantasy Nine. It's a little, ex- little expensive I, I, for a PS One game, but I'll, I'll pay it because I like that game a lot. Um, I, I, I think I gotta figure out when I'm gonna get it. Probably when I come back, because I need to pick that up. Hellblade. Uh. And uh, the Uncharted Lost Legacy, and I still need to get um, Horizon DLC, but um, I still need to work on Final Fantasy Twelve. Like I was super excited for that, and then just like played part of it, three hours of it, and just like, okay, it's on the back burner because of Mass Effect. Now that Mass Effect is done, Destiny Two has arrived, and soon, uh, for those who are watching this, Pokemon Gold and Silver. Is coming, so I need to. I, I'm probably gonna buy that after, right? Like, literally, like after the show, um, because I I love Pokemon Go. I that I haven't played Silver, and I don't know. I think I might rebuy Gold, but I, I don't know if should I do Silver because I played a I played and beat Pokemon Go, but I, I never beat Silver. I never got the uh Ghost Pokemon and Silver. Yeah. So. Yeah, I probably will at some point too. I just I gotta I gotta save this money for these Switch games, man. Switch is yes. Switch is numero uno right now. So and Pokemon DX is on the back burner for me because I have the Wii U version, but I am going to pick it up for Switch, like maybe in in October, October or November. I am going to pick it up though. Um, just. It's just too much dropping, dude. And then Cuphead this next Friday. I'm like, oh, dang it. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. Man. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yes. D- d- dude, I haven't even. I haven't even. Uh, I don't know if you did it yet, but I have to flesh out, uh, like, uh, right on my calendar, uh, all the games from last week's Nintendo Direct. If you guys have not seen it, I've seen it like eight times. <laughs> We watched it on PlayStation when you was watching it, Corey. <laughs> yeah, like, like 
I'm, I got to get all of that together. It's just like, oh, uh, this list is getting crazy. So, yeah. 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 I, oh, man, it's, yeah. <laughs> it's it's, it's going to be packed for a couple of weeks. So yeah. we'll have a lot to talk about and a lot to play. Yeah. And like we've, I mean, we're going to have a lot of review discussions in the next couple of weeks too, just from oh. like playing these, like Pokemon tournament comes out. This yes. on Friday, which, you know, next week I'll probably be talking about that a little bit. Uh, FIFA is coming out next Friday when you get here. Like, uh, Super the Super Nintendo, like, hopefully we yes. can get one, and get one and do an unboxing and, like, really dive deep into that. Like, we've got that to talk about. You know, it's... Man, this, this next couple weeks, man, it's going to be busy. So, I'm... Yes. I love it though. I'm 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 loving every minute of it. Like everything at work is kind of slowing down right now just because like September, October are are slow months at work just because everybody's back at school and you know Not us. Yeah. That's when we, well, that's, that's when, when you're ramping up. up to get busy, but you know, we won't we won't get busy till like almost Thanksgiving again. <laughs> so Oh, we'll stay busy like we even have a busy time doing Halloween costumes. Oh jeez. Wow. Yeah, I, I guess I kind of forget all that like uh. Yeah, uh, I think the the most that they sent us like we have uh we got a we got a Mario costume, we got a Luigi costume, but the most they sent us was the Lego uh Lego Ninjago movie costumes. We like got tons of that and Power Rangers. I'm just like where's the Legend of Zelda ones at? Like um where the Splatoon 2's at? Like, I want to see those kind of costumes come yeah. for my job. Yeah. Yeah. I just, uh, yeah, I just, I, I'm, I'm excited for the slow period. Like, it's, it kind of works out, though, because, like, when you get busy, I'm a little bit slower, and I can get some stuff done, and, you know, I, we have this cool setup out in the living room right now where, like, my second monitor for my computer is mm-hmm. acting as like a default monitor for out there and like we were watching shows and stuff and I'm I'm like quote unquote allowed to play games while <laughs> we're watching a show, you know, and it's it's kinda nice, you know, that she's understands that I need to do this <laughs> kinda for <laughs> this stuff and I I just like I don't really talk about my wife a lot on these shows, but like she's just like the best at like letting me do things that you know, yes. a lot of other like I don't want to say any names, but one of someone that I play Destiny with is kind of struggling with that situation right now with his wife about a lot her allowing him to play games and stuff, and it was just like I don't know. I don't. I I understand, but at the same time, I I don't get it. You know, like I not that like I don't get it as it's like a negative term. I just don't get it because Sana lets me play games while you know we're sitting next to each other. You know, it's like really nice <laughs> uh so like yes. i don't get it in that respect but like you know it's it's just there's a lot of underappreciation sometimes i feel like for my wife and i just kind of like really appreciate that she like allows me to do that for our shows and our kind of thing that we're building here so it's and like the switch kind of makes that a lot easier too you know <laughs> so yes that is true uh, and and like she likes the switch a lot too, so like it works that way too. So, uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, 
it's it's exciting. So, uh, but Ed, what do you see? We get in some of these news newsy bits. News bits. Yes. I don't know. I was trying to make a theme song up on the fly. <laughs> oh man, Ed, Sonic Forces is coming. I don't know if that's good or bad, but Sonic Forces is coming, and. Sonic Forces DLC will let you play as Shadow. How do you feel about oh. that? Uh, will he be shooting his gun? I hope so. Best PS2 game ever. Just kidding. I heard that game. Was I'm just well. kidding. <laughs> Shadow the Hedgehog is awful, and like I, I had it, and I was like, I don't know if this game's any good or not. Oh my gosh! Go away, people. I hope that's not affecting this audio recording. Uh, but anyways, like I watched the game and form a replay of Shadow of the Hedgehog, and that game just looks like a hot pile of garbage. Can't be no worse than uh, Silent the Hedgehog 2006. Because that replay was some good comedy. Oh my gosh, yeah. that. Oh No, that... that uh, I think Shadow might be worse. To be honest with you, uh, I don't know, man. This, what was Sega thinking, man? Like that was that. Those two games are just. Sonic's been in a rough patch for a while, but those two games are just like lows, Awful. the lows of the low. <laughs> like, <laughs> uh, I just I don't understand. But I know Shadow. When is the a... Game Gear, when it, <clears throat> what we're signing for Game Gear outbeats those two games no, that's yeah. a problem yeah about that um i had sonic the hedgehog for game gear by the way and it's not great i'm just gonna leave it at that uh but shadow's a favorite and i hope that it's just like this cool spin on it i guess no pun intended pun intended uh <laughs> but yeah so that's cool i guess um on to other games coming to Switch. Doom Switch release date may have been leaked, according to a retailer. Uh, according to a Czech retailer, Doom will be released on Switch on December 13th, 2017. Uh, so far, Bethesda has only given a vague winter 2017 release date. And uh, December 13th kind of fits right in the middle of that. Uh, also, they've said Q1 for Wolfenstein 2. So, I mean, I'm I'm excited for both yeah, of these games, I, I, and I think that December slot kind of fits yes. well. So, yeah, I mean, like, because after Xenoblade Chronicles X, we don't have nothing until January. So, at, we saw some, some indie games. So, um, to go out with like Doom for like a big console release for Switch. I think that's cool. I, uh, if that December thirteenth is the date, is the actual date, that kind of makes sense though. Mm-hmm. The way that how Doom is just, but it fits that that thirteenth on right. that day. Yeah, yeah. I that's a good date. You know, I I I agree. It's 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 not like parents are going to be running out to buy Doom for their kids on Black Friday. It's right before Christmas. Right. Like it's a cool new release. Like yeah, it fits. Uh, so that's cool, and then to see that Wolfenstein might get a Q1 release date also in that news story, it's cool. Um, I, I March would be a good day for it. I think uh, 
Cause ja- I think January January is packed. February uh, is soon to be packed. Um, so okay, let's let's talk about this real quick. So this this we know the release dates of everything coming in 2017, pretty much, right? We're focusing yes. on 2018 now. January, the first kind of like major game, Lost Fear from Square Enix. Yes. Lost Fear January, February. I'm predicting. I'm predicting Kirby in February. I thought Kirby was in January. Is it? No, it's. They just said Q. I thought they just said Q1. Hmm. Maybe. I don't know. I if they did, I missed it. Uh, but that would change things. But like, okay, so it's Kirby February, Wolfenstein March. Fire Emblem in April and Yoshi in May is what I'm predicting. I can see that, yes. Yes. Yeah. Look at me predicting stuff. Oh my gosh, dude, there's so many games coming out in Octopath Traveler. Mm, well, I would think Octopath Traveler might come out before Fire Emblem, and then Fire Emblem would be like the big game they release in June because of E3. Uh huh. And then that would kick off their yeah. like summer slash fall schedule, which I still need to download the uh, that game. I haven't did download the demo yet. Yeah, I downloaded it. I haven't tried it yet. Uh, I need to. Man, I should have <laughs> done that. I should have done that this morning. Played that a little bit so we could talk about it. But uh, maybe next episode. I'll so to Friday episode, look, yeah, tune into Friday's episode. We'll have more insight thought about the game. Yeah, what Ed said. <laughs> uh. But yeah, I think, you know, gosh, 2018 already has so many games. Plus, like, the rumors of Smash Brothers coming next year. Pokemon, probably at some point next year. Like, I I don't know. And the possibility of Metroid Prime coming next year, I still think that might be it, the game they push in 2019. But, like, still, yeah, possibly Metroid Prime next year. Like, maybe some Switch port or some Wii U or 3DS ports. Like, their their 2018s already filled out super nicely. Plus, like, Pikmin Four is, is somewhere in there that you yes. know. And and oh, man, I just I I just need to like sit I, and I breathe see, and like. I can see so many games. I can see Metroid being the leading game in 2019. I think that it needs a year to breathe. Yeah, to to be like kind of the the lead up and get this hype and stuff in the marketing, because I think with with us being you know having Simmons we turned like kind of out of our system by the uh the jump into Metroid Prime, which is be which is reinvigorate us, just be like okay, we were hungry, you fed us, but that hunger slowly creeped up. Oh, Metroid Prime. Oh yeah, I've been cooking it in the oven. Oh, I can smell it. It's nice and tasty and good. Now you served it to us, where there's nothing else to go like compete against it. Great job, Nintendo. Yeah. If the game is great, if the game is good. Yeah. No, no nothing. Yes. Ah, yes. Oh man, I cannot. I'm just like this. The Switch is just kind of like like. Nintendo is blowing my mind with things that the Switch is ha- like has coming to it. Like 
Yes. I don't even think, like... I mean, I know we and Wii U didn't have, like, a new release every month, but, like, the last time I can really think about games coming out this frequently, almost, would be, like, GameCube. Mm-hmm. And that's, and that's, yeah. and that's because GameCube had third-party support, too. Like, big games from third parties. It's not even, like, just Nintendo content. Like, I remember, like, Extreme G3 and, and Smuggler's Run and uh, Final Fantasy Crystal Chronicles. Those games come to GameCube. But, like, this is just, like, every two weeks we're getting a major release. They're releasing two first-party games in a week of each other with Mario and Fire Emblem. Yeah. And then, like... You know, I know Skyrim's going to be, like, kind of their big game for November, but, like, in December, you got Xenoblade and Doom. Like, within two weeks of each other. And for and for some, for, uh, even though this is not Switch-related, but just Nintendo-related, I'm like, Pokemon? Mm-hmm. Again in November? That's po- po- Pokemon before Xenoblade Chronicles 2. That's Buku Bucks. I'm sorry. That's, yeah. like... If if you if you buy both games and you get Xenoblade Chronicles, that's a hundred and forty dollars. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, or, oh. Yeah. Well, with tax and everything. Ah, uh, but yeah, man, and like this this month too, like Mario Rabbids. Uh, well, I guess that was the end of August, but like, yeah, you know what I mean. Like in Pokemon Tournament and FIFA, like those are three major games, and then next month is is uh nba 2k which this kind of goes into our next story where fifa 18 uh for switch and uh nba are getting new box art just for the switch versions but yes you know it's it's just it's ridiculous how many games are coming out like okay i'm come on load i'm checking i'm checking my release calendar uh <laughs> <laughs> NBA 2K18 for Switch, the physical edition, comes out on the 17th. Fire Emblem on the 20th. Mario on the 27th of October. Uh, and then in November, you got Sonic Forces. You have Rhyme, which nobody's really talking about yet. Uh, Marvel Superhero, uh, Superheroes 2, the Lego game, Batman, Skyrim, uh, Xenoblade, 2, Xenoblade 2 in December, that wrestling game in December, uh Resident Evil's coming out in November. Doom's coming out. Like, come on, man! That's so much. <laughs> right. That's. I don't, I don't know what Sony and Microsoft and third their third party putting games on their system. I don't know how that's going to roll out. But if you say that Nintendo do not have nothing for this holiday, that is a must-have. You're Almost not, every week. Yeah, go you're ahead. Not keep, say it, you're Corey. not you're not keeping up. Like you're not paying yeah. attention. Like that's like I know. Like maybe these games aren't going to appeal to everybody, but there is something, literally something for everybody on this. Machine. Yes. And like you may not be an RPG guy, so maybe Xenoblade's not for you. But you got Doom and Fire Emblem and Mario. Like, or like maybe you love RPGs and. You know, platformers aren't your thing. You still got Xenoblade, uh, you know, Octopath Traveler to look forward to. I am Satsuna's out already, and Lost Fear in January. Like, there's so much for you to look forward to. And if you're looking for shooters, like 
Splatoon, Doom, Wolfenstein, and there's a uh, uh, Morphe's uh, Laws coming. Morphe's Law, yeah. Which looks and, really cool. The more I watch it, the more I kind of want to play that game. It looks really awesome. <laughs> uh, like, and if you want something like, competitive, I, I, if you want something competitive, but shooters aren't your thing, like Rocket League's here. Those uh, there's a couple indie puzzle games that are out, like. Dude, slipper, slip, slipper clips is coming out. Slipper nips. <laughs> slipper nips. Uh, slip, like, uh, <laughs> that's the name of Mario's. That's the name of Mario's new costume in Mario Odyssey. Slipper nips. <laughs> yes. Uh, did you see the internet go crazy about that? By the way, Mario's yes. nipples. That's just crazy. And then they kept using the game spot picture with all the uh, hairy chest and the goat chain. <sighs> Yeah, dude, did you? Someone actually modded the uh, Smash Brothers for Wii U. I know I that saw he has that. the short. I'm just like, the I community is uh, this this the modded community. You sometimes just gotta love them. I know it's funny. It's it's just funny. Uh, yeah, but but there's just so much such a diversity in different genres that everybody like golf stories coming out. On Switch, a RPG golf game. Yeah, no. Like that's insane. Like if there's just so much. Yeah, and like and, even even racing games like Mario Kart, and then you got Gear that Gear Club games coming out. Uh, December. Yeah, uh, I think it comes out the same day as Xenoblade. Honestly, that fast racing. Uh, fast Neo. RMX Redux yeah. or Readout. Uh. Dude, they said that update almost makes it feel like a brand new game. Really? Like I might have to check yeah, it out then. They were just like, it's a lot of update content. And, you know, they just keep updating. And I'm just like, oh, yes, you guys got a lot of... Someone, a lot of people bought this game. Yeah, and, like, I, I'm really looking forward to having the sports games on Switch. Like, I was watching some NBA 2K stuff on Switch uh, just to see how the, gra- like, the graphical comparisons... Mm-hmm. Like it's a slight graphical degradation, but not enough for me to be like, "Oh man, I would weigh I want I want to see LeBron sweat on my PS4 and not on my Switch." Like it's not even that at all. Like, uh, I bet like the casual people who only play sports games every year may mm-hmm. not, may not even notice the difference. Like I think it, I think the Switch version looks really good. Um, I actually, yeah, some of my friends on Twitter who bought it for Switch, they was just like, "This is the best way to play." It. Yeah, it was just like, yeah, for online online ability, it's good to have it. Yeah, but I'm not like um, the only sports game I play online would be Madden, and like, yeah, I would get that on Xbox or something. But like, I for me, I want to play a franchise mode and handheld mode, like while I'm watching TV. You know, because it's just something like I don't really have to pay attention to. I I want to be able to do all that kind of dynasty stuff on, on my handheld, and then plug it in the TV whenever you know Sauna's in bed or whatever. And like, that's that's why I want it on Switch. Is like I can play more of it, <laughs> which yeah. is why I stopped buying sports games in the first place. Is because like my life has changed so much that I don't have the time to put into it. But like, if I can play it in a handheld mode. Like that's gonna work so well for me, and I really hope like next year's Madden comes to Switch because I would play so much Madden on Switch. I, I would, I would play so much Madden on Switch. I, <laughs> oh, I like I would really want Madden on Switch. 
I haven't bought Madden in like three years because I just don't have the time to put into it now. But like, I want to play a football game, like a franchise, really bad. Like, I love Madden, but like, I just don't have the time for it. And if I could just play my franchise on Switch, I in like the handheld mode, I'd be like freaking out. Like, I'm gonna go home and play Madden. I'd probably put as much time into Madden as I do into Destiny if I could play Madden on Switch. Uh. So yeah, Corey, uh spring twenty eighteen is what they said for Kirby for yeah. Switch. Okay. Oh dude, we for- I forgot Dragon Quest Builders. Oh right. Yeah, it's that's like- what, January? That's January, right? Uh no, that's spring twenty eighteen also. So it could come to January. Like yeah. I Square- knew there's a b- another big game scheduled for like Yeah, cause Square Enix could literally drop uh dude, um Thursday for uh, those who are watching this, Steam World Dig Two comes out. Yeah, is that getting a physical release? Do you know? Um, no, not that I know of. If it does, it'll probably come later. They just mentioned the digital version uh, of it. Okay. Yeah, do that. Uh, L.A. Nor November fourteenth. Uh, just oh goodness, this is. Insane, but yeah. Nathan Zagur here at M&T Bank Stadium, where the Bra- there's a, just a strong lineup of games. Yeah, I yeah, the Switch is like, <laughs> it's killing it. Like, and it's the thing I like about the Switch too, and like we're gonna get into some uh, other releases that are coming. Uh, yes, but like the amount of games coming to Switch is like, you know, I heard people comparing it to Wii U. Like, why are you getting? Uh, excited about ports and stuff on switch when you weren't excited for stuff on wii u and like the thing is like the switch offers you the portability of these games which you know a lot of adults who can't game anymore would love to play games but don't have the time or you know they they have so much responsibility like with kids and and family and stuff to the point where like oh i can't play these games so i'm gonna play a game like you know, Call of Duty or Halo or something just because I want to get my half hour, 45 minutes of game time in before I go to bed. Well, with the Switch, like, you're able to just play these games in the handheld mode and you still feel like you're getting a similar experience, a good experience on the go or on your couch or, you know, and and that's, like, the big selling point of the Switch, I think, and that's why it's so popular is, like, adults feel like they can game again, right, without... yes. You know, and I know, like, the guys from, like, Father of the Grind, like, they play games all the time. And, like, I, Tim less so because, like, he's got young kids, but Derek has kids that are older. And you should listen to Fathers of the Grind podcast, by the way. It's really good. Uh, They're going to be on Nerds Gone Platinum this week. So uh, I wanted to give them a quick shout out. But, uh, you know, I know Derek plays a lot of games now than he did, like, four or five years ago because his kids are older but tim on the other hand plays a lot of switch because his kids are younger it's easy to snap on and off in that sleep mode where you can start pick up right where you left off you know and and like that's cool to see like those two different dynamics work together but like you know i just wanted to use like a real life example of like you know tim's got young kids and he plays a lot of switch because of of that feature and like you know that's what makes the switch so different from the wii u uh, is that you can take it with you and still have the same experience. Uh, not that, like, the Wii U was bad or anything, but I'm just saying, like, 
that's why people are excited for ports on Switch and not they weren't as excited for on Wii U. Uh, so yes. Uh, but anyways, let's get back to this this news. Uh, that hor- the indie horror game Layers of Fear, the critically acclaimed psychedelic horror game, mm-hmm. is coming to Switch in the form of Layers of Fear Legacy, which will include the full original game and post-release content and expansions for the Nintendo Switch. So that's cool. Yes. For the same price, you're getting your expansions. And uh, if you're a horror fan, hey, guess what? Switch's got a game for you. Hi. 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 <laughs> Cause I like I like horror games. I like playing them. Uh, so kind of gonna get into going to probably check this one out. Hopefully, I can do a review. Uh, <laughs> when you said hi, I thought you were saying hi to someone. I was like, what? Oh no! Oh, I was saying hi. <laughs> you were just saying. I thought there was a ghost behind me. I was like, ah. no, no. You said horror fans. I'm like, hi. <laughs> uh, but okay, I get it. I get it now. I'm caught up to the joke because I said horror fans and you said hi like you were a horror fan got it wow i feel dumb make sure to tweet at me and make fun of me for that joke if you want uh but anyways showing love everybody (laughs) Uh, but yeah that's cool uh speaking of games we've got the super mario odyssey file size if you are a digital downloader are you ready super (sighs) mario super mario odyssey is 5.7 gigs which is uh less than half the size of zelda and just a little bit bigger than splatoon and is 0.7 gigs bigger than an nba 2k 18 save save uh file save file (laughs) so that's cool that's a small game but i mean everybody knows that nintendo has always been like the masters of making games small. Look at Breath of the Wild. That's, I think it was like eight gigs on Wii U and thirteen gigs on Switch. Like, yeah, that's a uh, and Splatoon two. Like, how beautiful that game is is like, th- uh, just over three gigs. So, uh, it's cool though. I'm that's a small game. And it's it's a they they try to make it such as a big deal about it. And it was just like, well, oh. it is a big deal when you're looking at games like gears of war like if you look at gears of war 4 when those 4k assets come out on like on pc that game is 110 gigs because of the 4k assets and you're talking about a game as big and and smartly designed as mario odyssey it's going to be five gigs like that is a that is a big deal like that's a that's a big deal for people who are digital only uh, well yeah but it's just like you have games that have a bigger file size like you said gears of war so why are people getting like caught up in mario or even nba's like file size just like i think it's just because like like, i think it's just because like the micro sd cards aren't big enough to store 100 100 gig files and like people are always worried about did i like i have a 128 gig and like for mm-hmm. now that's fine but like i still in the back of my mind think about what if i get a bunch of indie games what if like virtual console comes out like and what if you know now they're saying like some games like doom will probably require a micro sd card to play like 
how much am, how much am i going to have to install on this micro sd card well i have enough space that kind of stuff and like the fact that you know people want to know that stuff because micro sd cards like i should i i think i'm going to get the 400 gig one that just came out soon and i think that'll mm-hmm. be big enough but like people who only have like a 64 or 128 card and are doing digital like which by the way if you're going all digital you should you should buy a bigger sd card but yes uh i mean i'm getting um, all my switch games are physical like any nintendo game i get is going to be a physical physical yeah uh but at the same time like if you're going uh digital and like you don't have a bigger sd card yet like this will easily fit on the system on your system's memory and not take up a lot of space right so i mean i think that's why it's kind of a big deal to people is like people are always worried like who was I talking to? I think maybe Todd Oxtro said something about getting. He, I think he only has like a 128 or 64 gig SD card, and like, if you're downloading games, like that's not going to be big enough. And so people are always thinking about stuff like that. Well, I've, I have more of a worry for PlayStation 4 and Xbox than I do for Nintendo Switch right. or even like the 3DS because it's just like, well, they're not doing 40 gigs and 6 hour downloads and <laughs> installs and updates like, if you buy the game you get it, the update is probably what, maybe something maybe 15 uh, megabytes or something like that, like really low and then you're like really on your merry way Yeah, where it's just like Destiny 2, which I had I was so upset about. It's like you do the you do the down the download and then you gotta do almost a five gig update. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh when Destiny came out there's like it was like thirty seven gigs to download, which is is actually a relatively small game uh for for that. But like then you turn it on, you got a five gig patch, and then last week when there was maintenance on my day off, <laughs> like I had to uh, download another five gigs after the maintenance, and I was like, "This is like," and, and I understand like uh, games of service games they go on maintenance all the time to to make sure you know the servers are okay and stuff. But like at the same time, it's like I just spent six hours waiting for you to, to turn the servers back on, and now I have to wait another hour and a half to download this five gig patch. Right. <laughs> it's just. Uh, it was it was kind of annoying, and so like to see that this game is smaller than a patch for Destiny is just like it's exciting to me. Even though I'm not downloading it, I'm just getting it. I'm just getting the physical. But yes, uh, and I, I I'm assuming they're going to probably ship a lot of a lot of carts for Mario Odyssey. Like this is their big oh, yeah. to the game of twenty seven. Dude, there's going to be so much. There's going to be so many Mario Odyssey uh, boxes and bundles and stuff out. Maybe not bundles, but like. You know those things are going to sell out super quick. <laughs> oh yeah, but like you know what I mean. Like there's going to be so many copies of Mario Odyssey. Like you're going to be swimming in them, dude. Literally, uh, Mario Kart Eight and uh, and Mario Rabbits are still like hard to find. Like they sell out. They I can't believe me. Mario Kart's still hard to find. Like I I think they're I think they're going to send a massive reprint of Mario Kart out for the holidays cuz like yeah. people are going to want Mario Kart when they get a Switch, man. Like and, and Splatoon is just doing numbers. I don't know how, but that game keeps selling it's because, out like crazy. It's because everybody skipped out on a Wii U, heard how great Splatoon was, and now that they're getting a Switch, they're like I'm going to check out Splatoon. And like 
for you and me, like we played Splatoon one, and like I like Splatoon one a lot. It's I it's, love it. It's like it's a cool take on a shooter, but like now that Splatoon two's out, I'm like this just feels like Splatoon one, and it's great, and it and it it feels more polished and looks better. But like and at the, at the same time, it's pretty much Splatoon one. Whereas like this guy I work with got Splatoon two and didn't play Splatoon one, was like, oh my gosh, this game's awesome. And I'm like, yeah, I I, I knew that three years ago when it came on Wii U, <laughs> you know, like, uh, so like, I think, you know, for us, like, it's not a big surprise that Splatoon 2 is great, but yeah. for people who didn't own a Wii U and are playing Splatoon for the first time and really learning the mechanics and the cool parts of Splatoon are like, you know, the word of mouth is spreading faster this time, so, and it's on a system that people want, apparently, so that also helps <laughs> sell units. Uh, yeah. Uh, man, I still feel really bad for the Wii U. Like it was, it was a cool idea that just didn't just. Oh. I, I, it's, it's one of those systems, uh, and I'm, I'm not going to compare it to the Dreamcast, but it's one of those systems that I think a lot of people feel like they're going to, they wish they did. It's going to be like the GameCube, like 15 years, like maybe 10 years from now, people are going to be like, oh man, remember the Wii U, how many cool games it had? I wish I had one. And they're going to go search for it. Like just like the GameCube. Yeah. Like that's, that's my thing is like Nintendo, every other system for Nintendo is super popular. Like I, like for, to me, like since N64, like, you know, NES and super Nintendo were obviously super popular. Uh, Yes. But I mean, even still like the NES still outsold the super Nintendo because, you know, that was at a point where people were like, oh, why are they making another system when we have a perfectly good system right here? You know, and they kind of, there's this little tiny backlash against the Super Nintendo when it first released. Uh, but, like, you know, you see the NES was super popular, the N64 was super popular, uh, Wii was super popular, and now Switch, right? Like, it's just, that's just how this is, seems to be going. And, yeah. Anyways. Yeah, it it, it feels like for me personally it feels like a lot of people let that third party support jade their viewpoint of the system mm-hmm. and so they didn't really want to get the system because they you know the third party was there but i'm just like in the in that era don't forget third party was screwing people mm-hmm. they were closing doors a lot of their games were decent were good but they always ended up at gamestop or they always ended up at some mom and pop thrift store like they always ended up like they weren't cared about where you play games on wii u you'd be like this is why nintendo is still around and you don't i mean you get that now but you don't get that much care that nintendo has put into their games yeah you know yeah yeah i mean i i agree with you i think like you know nintendo games seem to hold their value a lot more than than other games and it's like it's it's nothing against anybody else but like nintendo always makes sure you know their games are super polished and they work and they also make sure like let's make a bunch of copies uh but let's also make sure we're selling through these copies and then if we need more we'll reprint more which is like sometimes why games are harder to find six months to a year out like Bayonetta, Mm -hmm. like Bayonetta 2, like that first initial run sold out like crazy and then it was really hard to find, which is why the Bayonetta 1 and 2 bundle is super hard to find. And then they reprinted Bayonetta 2 
like a year after the game came out and it was just Bayonetta 2 uh, for like I think it was like 30 or 40 bucks instead of 60 uh, but still like you know and, and it happened with Fire Emblem on 3DS also Fire Emblem Awakening where like that game sold out the first day and then it was like three or four weeks before we got another reprint and people were starving for that physical copy of that game yes so I mean it's it's just a Nintendo thing you know it's just their games are so polished and so well received 90% of the time you know they they put out a couple duds once in a while but like you know it's 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 very rare that you get a bad Nintendo developed and published game and then you know and and that's why I think a lot of Wii U games are going to be kind of rare after you know that I think like Breath of the Wild on Wii U is going to be super rare eventually oh yeah because you know not a lot of people owned a Wii U a lot of people were hyped for the Switch, and a lot of people played it on Switch. And Heck. it's gonna, it's going to be the Twilight Princess thing again, where like, yeah, even, maybe even, th- even that's rare with the amiibo in it, with the Wolf amiibo in it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, that that's kind of why they started selling the Wolf amiibo on its own, right? <laughs> yeah, is because like Twilight Princess on on Wii U is going to be kind of hard to find too. Uh, it's so funny. I only got one copy left of Twilight Princess with the Wolf Amiibo. Oh, really? I yeah. have. I mean, I I got it. That's because Twilight Princess used to be my favorite Zelda game. I, I mean, I still stand by that. That game is better than most people give it credit for. Uh, yes. But uh, it was when I replayed it, though, man, it was a sludge. <laughs> like, I, like especially towards the end, where like all you want to do is move on to the next dungeon. Uh, but like, there's like 45 different things you have to do before you go into the dungeon, and it's just like, I just want to play the dungeon, dude. Just let me in. <laughs> uh, but, <clears throat> but yeah. Anyways, uh, the last thing I think we're gonna talk about real quick is uh, Netflix is ready to launch on Switch, uh, and they're just waiting for the approval from Nintendo, which is exciting. Uh, not that like. I think Switch is one of the only cases where I don't think it really needs it, but it'll be nice to have it on there. Yes. Uh, so that's exciting. Maybe it'll have that that download and watch feature for people. That's where that's going to come in handy. Is you know on on iPads and stuff and laptops that Netflix has that option where like you can down if you can't connect to Wi-Fi, you can download episodes of the show you want to watch before you leave. Uh, and then they're automatically deleted when you after you finish them, uh, and that I think is going to be super handy for the Switch. Where like if you're on a plane and you don't really feel like playing a game, you can just set it up on the kickstand and watch your like watch House of Cards or or whatever else you're watching, you know. So, mm-hmm. so that that feature will be super handy on Switch if it's available, I should say. But yeah, that's uh, it's kind of it for the news that's kind of underwhelming news week compared to last week which was just like this big bomb dropped on us it was awesome <laughs> well we just run run around with our just excited and just shocked at the doom with wolfenstein 2. oh i know like, and like that gives me a little breathing room on wolfenstein 2 because like i wanted to play wolfenstein a lot but like i also want to play odyssey and i also want to play assassin's creed origins and i'm like Dude, these are three major games coming out on the same day that I'm just like, I can't, I just can't, not only can I not spend that much money on that day, but like, 
there's no time to play all all these games at one time and like pushing Wolfenstein to 2018 for Switch is probably what I I mean that's what I'm doing but like that alleviates so much pressure <laughs> yes I mean I'm still I'm still going to pick it up for PS4 cuz I have the new order uh so I kind of want to make that completion but I, I got to get it on Switch yeah yeah, I I I just want everything on Switch. <laughs> uh oh, actually there's one more little news story, which it's not really news, but it's kind of like this Easter egg thing. Uh hackers discovered the uh NES game Golf on the uh firm on the uh Switch. Uh the the so they're they're kind of trying to find ways to say, "Hey, guess what? Virtual co- console's coming and it's it's going to be there." So uh, NES Golf is on Switch somehow. Uh, they don't know if you can access it from re- retail units or not, yeah. but the full NES Golf game on Switch is fully playable with the Joy-Cons and even supports two players, uh, but they don't know how to access it from the Switch operating system or the retail version. So It's cool, I guess. I would be down for some NES Golf. <laughs> not me. <laughs> you could keep the golf game. <laughs> So, uh, but last week we talked about uh, talk talked about talking about the AAA game space on Switch and how it changes and kind of like what AAA games do we want to see on Switch and what kind of team ups or partnerships do we want to see Nintendo take now that Mario and Rabbids is out uh, to lure other developers to put games on Switch. So, uh, Ed, this was this is a topic I've been thinking about for a, a while. Uh, not really in terms of like a long list of games, mm-hmm. like in terms of partnerships, but like the types of games I want on Switch. And it still all comes back around to a Metroid Prime Federation Force style, Destiny style game set in the Metroid universe, surrounding bounty hunters. And I think Nintendo could team up with Ubisoft to do that game as well because of games like The Division and Rainbow Six Siege and and just like I think they could if they collaborated like Mm -hmm. I think that would be cool to see them do something like that. I would say Bungie but like Bungie's so busy with Destiny that like they would never ever no, Nintendo N- doesn't work well with Bungie. But like, if you could get so. if you could get a team with like, like if you get a team like Massive on it, and like, I don't know, maybe the Rainbow Six team to to incorporate some of that first person shooting uh, aspect into it, like, because mm-hmm. like the systems in the division were were good, and then with all the patches and stuff, they made them way better. Uh, just the gameplay loop and stuff, and the campaign was really fun to play. It's just that end game was an, a little rocky. Like if you get a team like that on there, ugh, yes. Oh, like I would, I would quit Destiny forever if you just made a Metroid version of Destiny. Like <laughs> I, honestly, like I would, I would love to play a bounty hunter in that universe as long as like we were still getting a Metroid single player stuff, you know. Like, but I would totally play a bounty hunting like, go out like I'm almost Monster Hunter esque. Or like, let's say you, me, and Larry would team up in like a, a 
Destiny style fire team, and we landed on a on a planet, and we're going through like a Destiny style strike, taking out enemies, collecting loot, making our bounty hunters gear better, and we get to the final, like we get to the end, and it's like the strikes have like these little like bosses from like Super Metroid or or Fusion or Prime, like these would be cool like strike bosses, and then the raid boss would be like. Ridley or 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 Mother Brain or something like super cool. Like I just I think that would be super cool to see. Like I I feel like the Destiny formula would out of all Nintendo's franchises would fit Metroid the best. Uh, I just and like I know I know Metroid's all about isolation and whatever, but like that's fine. We can still have that. I'm not saying replace those games. I'm saying this would be a nice way of Federation Force. Yeah. Yeah, which Federation Force is still a better game than people gave it credit for. I just want to tweak it a little bit <laughs> and put it on a platform it should be on instead of the 3DS, which, don't get me wrong, 3DS is a great platform, just not for first-person shooters. <laughs> well, uh, for me, definitely I would love to see Vanquish 2. Nintendo and Platinum have worked wonders together with Bayonetta 2. Um, Can we just get that two pack that they promised that they're rumored to be releasing on Xbox One and PS4? Like, I would love a bit, like, or if they made just like a special thing for for Switch where it was like a three pack where it was like Bayonetta 1 and 2 and Vanquish, like maybe for like an extra 10 or 15 dollars, like, sure, I'd be okay with that. Yeah. I, I think I would do a Vanquish package because i think a bayonetta 2 package is going to come to switch i think the one and two are going to be packed in and you know released for 50 dollars or 60 dollars which i would just scoop up automatically just like forget you guys you know throw in some levels that didn't that got taken out uh more costumes like some amiibo functionality like give it to me all yeah uh but yeah, I would love to see uh, Vanquish 2 to be on Switch. Uh, and the way that you do the trailer, uh, you show the guy, uh, you, you see his, you hear his body running, and then you see him sliding with the Switch, switch in his hand. And then he like, he he, he stops, it, it pauses, and it shows Vanquish 2. And then it continue, he continues to slide. Like, make it very comedic, but like yeah. stylized action that Platinum is known for. Yeah, I still, um, I still think, man, I still think like the Direct in November or December is going to have Bayonetta or something, like something Platinum related. <laughs> like, I would be okay with Wonderful 101 on Switch also, but like, the games I want are Bayonetta and Vanquish. Like, those are the games. Like, I really liked Vanquish when it came out. I, mm-hmm. like, I know people are, like, kind of high on that game that played it, and then there's the people that, like, are just saying, like, Vanquish is only cool because people didn't <gasps> play it. People, Vanquish is only cool because people didn't play it, but, like... Oh! What? Magic Gear Revengeance. Nah. Pass. Yes. Pass. Could could not look if they're going. If Konami is getting Zone of the Enders two VR, which I thought that was insane. Oh, I, I was know. Like, oh, they pulled the stop. Oh, Konami is trying. Konami is trying to get back their respect. Yeah, I Re- did notice that. Come on now, Revengeance. 
with a with a Samus costume. I would like to see Vanquish with the Samus costume, but oh my goodness! Can you? Oh, I think I would. I I think I would just order two copies because <laughs> I would be like, oh, him and Samus teaming up because it's not really. I mean, you was really shooting robots in that game, so the violence was really just the language in yeah. that game. But picture Samus and him running around in a Metroid theme level. Of course, there'd probably be something like VR, but that literally <laughs> two-player co-op online. You you have your Metroid Destiny. I have my Metroid <laughs> Vanquish. Yeah, like that. That would be crazy. And come on, Capcom, you guys have got to give give us beautiful Joe three. It's time. He needs to come back. Like you, you doing all of these ports for Resident Evil. That's fine and dandy, but you guys need to give us beautiful Joe three. We need it. Yeah, because y- y'all stuck in port territory with Okami HD, You're which isn't with- coming to Switch, by the way. Why? Yeah. Why? Why is that Cap- game not coming to Switch? Because it's Capcom. Like, I don't even think Capcom has made a. The last new game that Capcom has made was Resident Evil Seven. Well, yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say Mega Man Legacy Collection. That's technically not a new game. <laughs> it's just a... right, but but that's that's like saying the Disney Afternoon Collection. Yeah, you know, I'm like those. Yeah, are like why are none of those games on there? Like Disney Afternoon Collection, Mega Man Legacy Collection, which I still think they're gonna make just a make a giant bundle for Switch of Mega Man Legacy Collection for forty bucks, which was gonna have all ten games in it. No, they'll just throw it on the eShop and be like, if you guys want them, they're five dollars or seven dollars each, whatever their price. That, that Capcom made all that money from eShop, so why bundle them together? Yeah, it was weird they did did it for a 3DS, but those games weren't available for 3DS. Right. So it wasn't it wasn't a reason for them to bring it to you because like all well, of those games. No, I think all the Mega Man games are on 3DS. Oh, no, Virtual eight console? not eight. No, I mean like. On, on, I mean, like the first, like the all the games on the first Legacy Collection are on 3DS Virtual Console. Besides eight, because eight was a PlayStation slash Saturn game. Yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm. I just mean like one, two, three, four, five, and six. Oh well, well yeah. And then I think because the, I think the Mega the Mega Man Legacy Collection is also on the eShop. Yeah. So that would make so that would make actually eight come to. It. But not, but like nine, nine to ten, because that came to PlayStation and Microsoft. Uh, that's not really here or there. Uh, but nine to ten should have been on Wii U. I think nine to ten is on Wii U. Uh, if not, it should have been on there. The X games are on there, but they haven't did a Mega Man X Legacy Collection just yet. Yeah, I, I that's coming soon. I bet. You know what I was also thinking of? Uh, Zombie Ate My Neighbors Remake. And for some unknown reason... Did you see that fan make, make a sequel? Somebody, somebody I, made I a, heard about it. a fan-made sequel to Zombie, Zombies Ate My Neighbors, and it looks really cool. 
<laughs> it's like it's really really it's i mean it's top down cool sprite based uh art but like super detailed and it looks really cool uh why did i think that if whoever does it it should be it should be epic games that do me for. I'm like, why am I thinking of Epic Games doing a zombie ate my neighbors? Because like, it would look really cool in like this really weird, gory style of like Gears of War. <laughs> like <laughs> that's what I picture zombies ate my neighbors. Like this really, like it's gonna it'd be a mix between Plants vs Zombies, Garden Warfare, and Gears of War, where like it's got the really good shooting mechanics and stuff of Gears, but you can hop around. It has this really cartoony, gory, like gory cartoony look, like <laughs> Plants vs Zombies. <laughs> <laughs> yeah like that those are the two games that i think would mix together to make up zombies ain't my neighbors ah oh, man but dude i can't stop thinking about this metroid destiny like <laughs> i'm not kidding like i think it would be really cool like you could have like different classes of bounty hunter like a tank or a healer type thing it almost be like almost have like an overwatch element to it where like all the characters have different like Abilities, but I, I mean, I guess Destiny has that too. There's different subclasses of each class, but like, uh, wait for uh, wait for it. Studios doing a Ducky Kong game. Nintendo needs to team up with them. That needs to happen. Um, yeah. And 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 happen happen in a way of doing like the old school Ducky Kong or Ducky Kong Junior. Or what I think it's the or. The one where Donkey Kong is at, I think it's Donkey Kong Three, where he's on the ropes, and you have to gotta gotta spray up the bug spray. Mm-hmm. Like a four-player Donkey Kong remake or reimagining would be like kind of cool. I would really like to see From Software take the a Bloodborne style uh, gameplay mechanic to Castlevania, team up with Konami, and make like. That super interconnected world with like this the art styles of of uh castlevania but apply it to mm-hmm. like bloodborne like mechanics like i'm not a huge dark souls fan but like i really like the like bloodborne reminds me a lot of of castlevania in these really weird dark ways like if they did a realistic take on it castlevania yes i think i think think if you just change a little bit of the mechanics to like have this cool like melee attack like instead of of i mean i guess it's all melee based but like a whip like a ranged melee attack like a whip or or you know like a crossbow or something (laughs) like i really think that that would be a cool mix yes um nelko doing uniracers Oh jeez, get Uniracers out of here! Nobody likes Uniracers. <laughs> You're the only person thinking of uni- Uniracers in 2017. Hey, <laughs> uh, uh, it, it, hey, Nelko did Mario Kart. Why not do Uniracers? Because uh, I'm like, because like Diddy Kong Racing given to Nelko, that that's just like a, a, a expectation out of that and and. Uh, um, F Zero, like that would be an expectation that Nelco only them could do it because, like, I wouldn't give it to Sega because they haven't like really did anything with a racing game in a while. Well, they did Sonic and uh, Sonic and All Stars Racing Transformed for a Wii U, like that was well, like the last big one, right? Well, yeah, I guess that wasn't, I guess that was like 2013, 
I guess that was like four years ago. But like, I would like to see that. I would like to see Sega take on F Zero again. I think that. I mean, like they did. Sega did the one for GameCube, right? Like, and I think that would be cool. Mm-hmm. I, th- oh, I thought it was Nemco that did it. Uh, Sega did it. Namco did the arcade one. Okay. I'm looking it up. Sorry, that this, might is, be this it. is great radio. Me typing on a on a computer. Uh, F Zero GX was developed by and published by Sega. Okay. Uh, they were developed by a a studio called um, Amusement Vision, which was a subsidiary of Sega when the game was released. So, I would really like to see atlas do a fire emblem jrpg i would love to see it because they are good at the relationship stuff they're good at the social connections which is a big part of fire emblem i would love to see them create this weird open world like not necessarily in the vein of persona which like yeah we got we got tokyo Tokyo mirage which was good but like i want them to take that next step like the persona step and really like just yeah, but I think I think uh, Atlas tried, but it couldn't. You know, they couldn't get it down pat. They couldn't figure it out, so Nintendo told them to do Tokyo. Um, I still want to finish that game at some if, point. By the way, talk about ports to Switch. I would love Tokyo yeah. Mirage Sessions to come to Switch. If if Atlas does a Fire Emblem like Little RPG, um. They got to get Vanillaware in it. I think it needs to be a beat 'em up, in a sense. I mean, if if they can do a traditional JRPG with Fire Emblem, uh, I I worry. I'm like, I wonder how they would do the story. Yeah, the right. the, the story the story would be my most concern than anything else. Cause it's just like, how did you guys go about it? Like, how does a Fire Emblem at this game? How does a story fit into that universe? Yeah, yeah. I mean, it would it would probably have to be some sort of crossover again, right? Yeah, I think th- I think they could do it, but Atlas has got to keep. And Atlas is good at comedy with the Persona games. They're good at the comedy, but they got. I'm like, you guys have got to make sure that the comedy is there, but you also got to make sure that uh, you have good cutscenes and that you have a rich story. Mm-hmm. And don't and don't get me wrong, Alice is good. They can. I feel like they can achieve it, but that would be the most concerning yet intriguing part of the game. Like I wouldn't even worry about the balances. I'm just like, how do you guys tackle a story? When you guys only know how to tackle a story from a Atlas, like an Atlas game, yeah, you know, yeah, it's, it sounds weird, but I'm just like play an Atlas game and then play Fire Emblem and then look at the difference between how the story is is handled in both games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, man, I. I'm trying to think of like more cool crossover things. Like, I think, uh, uh, at, um, uh, Capcom doing Earthbound. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I just, I'm not a big Earthbound guy. I just, 
I've tried several times, but I know this isn't. I know this isn't a Nintendo game, but I mean it is, but isn't. I would love to see ActRaiser come back. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, I know it's owned by Square Enix and stuff, but like with the tech these days, and like you see what you know uh, WB can do with the Nemesis system in Shadow of Mordor or whatever, and like you apply that a similar system to ActRaiser, but add that God mode to it, mm-hmm. and then you go out and play it like a action RPG. Oh, that'd be so cool. That'd be so cool. Just, yes. Just, yes. Just throwing it out there. I think that'd be cool to do. But. Uh, I think uh, Treasure needs to make a game in. I think it would be cool if R Type came up, came back. So, <laughs> I know Irem owns R Type, but you know, 2D shooters are still important. I was just reading because I got a. Uh, Edge's top 100 games uh, 2017 like modern games and stuff and R-Type Final is in it and I understand you know what they what you know what it's done but I'm just like you know 2D art I'm like 2D shooters are still popular look at the indie scene we're getting that one game that uses the two screens mm-hmm. uh, for Switch and I was just like come on R-Type I, I, I don't know if Irem's out of business, but if Treasure could do an R type game, or, um, or Treasure work with Square Enix and be and bring in Eisenhower to Switch, like remake, reimagine that and bring it, or remake that game and bring it. Yeah. Ah, <sighs> uh, what else? I think, I think we've kind of covered a lot. Um. Yeah, I would like to see Yacht Club do Shovel Knight 64. <laughs> uh, I think they'll do 16 before they go to 64. Super Shovel Knight? You think they'll yeah. do Super Shovel Knight? That'd be cool, too. I'd be okay with that. I'd be okay with that. Uh, but I think that's uh, that's going to wrap up our, our segment of AAA. Oh, I guess we, we, need to, we should probably talk about ports, too, I guess. Because, like, we did... Uh, we could save that for later. Yeah, I mean, there, there's very specific games I would like to see. Like, I don't know. I would, I would probably play Final Fantasy 15 again if it was ported to Switch. I would play Mass Effect Andromeda. I'd probably finish it if it was ported to Switch. Would you play Splatterhouse? No, no. Um, I would like to see GameCube Virtual Console games ported to Switch. Right, right. Yeah, and- I mean that's the given. <laughs> Uh, yeah, I don't know. I'd I'd like to see Battlefront ported to Switch probably. Um, I would like Destiny ported to Switch, but that's never gonna happen. Uh boo. <laughs> so I I yeah I I hashtag get that ex- exclusive Metroid and Nintendo content in there. Awesome. I, I hashtagged it. Keep Destiny two off of off of my Switch. <laughs> what if they developed a Metroid? style planet specifically for destiny on switch uh (laughs) oh man 
Yep, okay. So, anyways, this has been another episode of Nintendo Power Block. Remember, you can email the show at nintendopowerblock at gmail.com. We're planning... I'm saving questions, Ed, for when you're here. Yes! Uh, So... Keep emailing us your question questions. We're going to answer them all next week in a very awesome episode that I have planned and Ed doesn't know yet because it's exciting. <laughs> uh, you know, it email us. See what do you want from like the Nintendo side of things on NGR Radio. Uh, all this other stuff. Make sure you follow our family of shows, Arsenal X. Uh, Ed, we need to get a hold of Jesse to see when we're doing that recording. Um, yes. I mean, maybe, I mean, even if we take a week off just to, <laughs> I mean, there's not a lot to talk about except for Destiny, really, on <laughs> Xbox. Uh, Nerds Gone Platinum, World 1 1, and GR Radio. Monday's episode is going to be really, it was, what a, what an episode that was. Uh, I, gosh, that episode was really awesome to record. I, like, don't get me wrong. I enjoy every episode of every podcast that I'm on, but like sometimes you get that extra just boost of excitement on some episodes that you're like, when you're done recording, you're like, man, that was a good episode. So yes, uh, make sure you tune in for that. Check us out on YouTube or download us on your podcast service of choice. Uh, leave us rate us comment, all that good stuff. Like us, join our Facebook group, facebook.com slash group slash Nintendo power block. Ed, where can we find you? You guys can find me at that retro code on Twitter. You can also check out my podcast, Optional Opinion, on SoundCloud, Google Play, iTunes, and other podcast apps. Um, the beauty of video games week two is uh, is arriving. Uh, I do apologize that I am kind of late with it. Uh, work is kicking my tail, so I haven't been able to keep up with the post. Um, with it but i am going to be trying my best so you guys can check it out this week is going to be pc and mobile um and the following week will be arcade if you guys missed out check out the uh uh post for um the the beauty of handheld and listen to the episode with Corey on it oh optional opinion had Yay. a really great discussion i can't wait to do a part two with them because like we had a lot to talk about we had to have fun with that conversation <laughs> was ready to do more uh but yeah you guys can check that out also check out Arsenal X. Uh, we are on break uh, this for this week for this, for this episode, um, but you guys will be able to check it out next week. Um, we're going to continue our Destiny to talk. Hopefully, I'll have more to say because I'll be playing more <laughs> of the game. Um, so yeah, Arsenal X will be making this return soon. So um, do check that out on NGR Radio here on YouTube and on the website and everything. Um, I do got some writing that is going to be coming up that's separated from Optional Opinion. Uh, so I will be delivering that. Um, and yeah, just wait to see some more upcoming projects uh, that I hopefully will be able to bring to NGR. Yes. In the future. <laughs> Yes, and also check out the moment on skirmishforce.com. Um, I know I haven't been writing a lot for that because of the beauty of video games, um, but I will be having new blogs up for that also. Yes. Uh, also, before I get into my plugs, I just want to remind everybody that like, I'm sorry <laughs> the website hasn't been updated in a, a little bit. I have been working on back-end stuff to make it more video-friendly 
and more yes. blog focused than like just separating everything out into separate categories. Like I, I, I do apologize. It should be up probably this coming weekend. So, uh, I'm yes. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. I'm <laughs> sorry, Corey. Um, uh, my final announcement before I give it back to you, uh, everybody. Um, optional opinion: the new season will be starting in October. So, um, I have some guests planned, some ideas planned for that, and some new topics. Um, once uh, the beauty of video games is over, uh, I will be taking a week off, but I will um, be trying to get a new episode uh, definitely for October sixth. That's the uh, beginning of the season. Um, uh, for optional opinion. So, uh, I also have some new projects I'm kind of working on out. I'm not, I don't want to say outside NGR, but they're more like solo projects. So uh, I've talked to Ed a little bit about it and he's, yeah, he's inspired me to do some things. So I, yeah, check, check it out soon. I hope to announce stuff soon. Yes. (laughs) And Hey, let's find and play. We'll be making a return. Yeah. We've yeah, we we yeah, we've when, been when busy. Ed, yeah. Yeah, what Ed said. But when Ed's here, you can expect us to be doing some let's pod and play. Uh, yes. uh some really cool episodes I cannot wait for. So, uh <laughs> Yeah, you can find me at Corey and UHD on Twitter, Corey and HD on Twitch and Instagram. Uh I'm streaming Destiny that tomorrow night or well, Wednesday, Wednesday night we're going to be streaming the raid. Uh, for destiny so make sure you check that out yes i've got a few destiny things planned too for hopefully i can get to them eventually if i would just stop playing and actually set everything up so i could just keep playing uh just take i just need to take the time to set it up so i can just keep playing uh but (laughs) yeah uh cool things like lore stuff and and uh not as in-depth as like my name my my name is bife or or you know professor uh Bro, ham guy. I for, gosh, I always forget his last name. Uh, but you know the big Destiny streamers do a lot of that stuff. But it's just fun things for you guys to watch. And, and so, uh, check us out ngrradio.com and on our YouTube page and on your podcast service of choice. And until Friday, we love you. Sorry we're late. <laughs> <laughs> yes, and we will see you next time, everybody. On Nintendo Pop Block. Woohoo! Yes! <laughs>